0: Breaking down cultural barriers and stereotypes, especially in our schools, leads to better education and better opportunities for all Americans. You will love hearing how Dr. Rashad Anderson and his teacher training program, Call Me Mister, are having this impact teacher by teacher, classroom by classroom, and school by school on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I'm honored to have a conversation with Dr. Rashad Anderson, who serves in dual roles as both a director and associate professor in the esteemed School of Education at Metropolitan State University of Denver, and as the national expansion coordinator for the highly acclaimed Call Me Mister program, which focuses on recruiting, training, and placing African-American male educators. Dr. Anderson's academic journey began with a BS in music. Education from South Carolina State University, followed by a master's in education then a PhD in educational foundations and inquiry at the University of South Carolina. A celebrated author, sought-after speaker, and consultant, Dr. Anderson has shared his expertise at more than 80 state, national, and international education conferences and was a keynote speaker for the United States Department of Education in 2019 in Washington, D.C. Dr. Anderson has received numerous accolades, including the prestigious Call Me Mr. Trailblazer Award, the SCB. Blackmail Achievement Man of the Year Award and being recognized as a three-time Professor of the Year at South Carolina State University. His commitment to education, equity, and nurturing the next generation of leaders is making our world better. I can't wait to get into all of it. Dr. Anderson, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So we'll start off simple. Why don't you just introduce us to the Call Me Mister program and your mission? Uh, absolutely. Carmen Mr. is a twenty-three-year-old program
1: started uh in South Carolina. Um, and we got our start uh, by a professor at Clemson University. Uh, by the name of Tom Parks. And the story goes, he was riding in the car one day and on the radio, there was this ad and the ad came out and it said there are actually more black men in prisons than in college. And uh, that really disturbed him. And he said, well, what can I use my platform and power in order to change this trajectory? And Tom Parks was a a, a white male. He was a professor and he wanted to see what he can do. And so uh, he got with... uh, one of the famous football players of Clemson, Jeff Davis, and they came with a program uh, called Call Me Mister. Uh, Call Me misters, uh, Mister stands for uh, Mentors Instructing Students Towards Effective Role Models. Uh, we kind of got our start with the help of Opal Winfrey, actually. Um, Twenty three years ago, um, she invited the first group of misters on her show in Chicago and she uh, made the first huge financial contribution to make sure uh, Mr. would uh, be successful and uh we had our first group of ministers go out into the classroom in 2004 um, and fast forward 23 years later um, we are in 12 other states now a nationally program the foremost leading program in this country for producing uh black male teachers. Nearly 700 fully certified teachers um, placed in the classroom since 2004. So I'm a product of the Carbon Mister program via South Carolina State University. Now I'm in Colorado, MSU Denver, and we are working to uh, create a huge impact here in Colorado.
0: You know, I'm guessing for the potential for students to thrive and prosper, it just skyrockets when they can have a teacher who comes from a similar background as they do, which is what your program produces, correct? Yeah. Um, and, and, the
1: research, uh, definitely, uh, reiterates that there was a study by John Hopkins university in 2015 and the name of the study was black teachers make a difference. And it, uh, basically they studied over 100,000 students in North Carolina between 2001 and 2005. And they found that, um, elementary age students that had at least one black teacher um in 3rd through 5th grade it uh, almost doubled the likelihood uh, that they would attend college that they doubled. would uh, yeah it wow. it, it, it <clears throat> academic skyrocketed um discipline um uh infractions were significantly uh reduced and so this Idea. I don't ever believe that you have to be a black teacher to be an effective teacher to uh, black students. But I do believe that it is some magical effect that happens uh, when you are in a traditional uh, profession that is 80 percent white female and you uh, go into school your entire trajectory, K through 12, and you have teachers that uh, don't look like you. And then you have that one year where you have this teacher and um, this teacher looks like you, they understand uh, uh, the music you come from, uh, that you like, they know the TV shows and, and cultural references and, and uh, kids, students look at that teacher and say, hey, you know, he looks just like me and if he can do it i can do it as well i think that that's really different uh i can remember being in school and just being in classes and just just feeling like i don't belong like uh i just remember uh i'm i come from a predominantly white high school and i remember being in class and uh just i could not understand just the small talk that would happen in class. I didn't watch the same TV shows. It wasn't the same music. Didn't go to the same churches. Didn't understand, Uh you know, uh, cultural background. I think that we, don't understand the significance of of culture and culture is bigger than just race. I mean, if you take yeah. a Southerner versus a Northerner, I mean, yeah. two different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you look at someone from New York, the culture is different from someone from the Bronx that stay in Brooklyn. And right. So culture is, <laughs> you know, culture is something that has a tremendous impact that I don't think that we uh, give enough Credence, uh, too. And so a buzzword that you hear in education often is culturally relevant pedagogy. And I believe that that's what uh, happens when you bring in a teacher um, that shares that similar culture like you. It is just like a spark that happens. And yeah. um, and I think that our profession uh, is greater when we are diverse. Our society is better. No we're person. diverse. Diversity is a, is a strength. It's not a weakness. Um, and uh, I think that it just makes all schools better when our school system reflect the actual society that we live yeah. in. And our society is one of all ethnicities, backgrounds and creeds.
0: Well, I love one of my favorite lines I heard recently. I think it was Ed Milet who said diversity is what really leads to richness. And I, I completely agree. But as a father of an educator, I know how hard that job is and how underappreciated uh, the job of being a teacher is. I also know how important it is and, you know, foundation of our country. But at the same time, you know all this better than I do. So how hard is it for you to recruit uh, young men to be in your program? When I was in South Carolina, uh,
1: it, it wasn't that hard. Call Me Mr. Again is a South Carolina based program. And so mm-hmm. if anything, I had more issues with um, getting the funding to accept you know, as many as I, I could. I had more applicants problem. than I had funding for, uh, and Colorado's problem. a little different. Um, right. I've only been here six months, and uh, it's been a bit of a challenge in just establishing the program, getting our right. name out there. We're small in numbers now. I think slowly, but surely, um, we're starting to get the name of Carmen Mister out there, and starting to gain some traction. So it's, it's definitely not as easy as it was in South Carolina. But I'm faithful. I, I believe that uh, that old saying that they build it, they will come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that that's what's going to happen here.
0: So tell me, what, do you, what are some of the factors that really makes the Call Me Mr. program a little different than just a regular education program that somebody would go through?
1: Term called Mr. Magic. Our Mr.'s are super teachers in a a sense from uh, the time that they enter the program as freshmen from the time that they uh, leave as seniors. um, I have them into schools um, their very first week, every single week. Um, and they're even working in schools for the summer internship during the summer. I have this saying, teaching is a muscle. The more you do it, the better that you become at it. And oftentimes, by the time our guys go to their senior year and they do the internship with student teaching, I often hear your misters are seem like they have been in the classroom for years. They just know their way around. They have good classroom management. My response to that is all the same. They have been. They've been in the classroom for so many years. Love that. And there's a challenge that, uh, you know, I provide a misters is to be the solution we call them revolutionary educators, a mister, one mister is so powerful that one mister can change the entire culture of a classroom, a school building and a community. Um, and uh, I think that is kind of what sets us apart. Uh, about half of all mister graduates have been named teacher of the year. Wow. Um, under my tenure, I have 17 teachers of the year. And so I think oh, that good. that goes that to awesome. uh the success and the work that we've been doing, we're not just putting, you know, teachers in the classroom. We're, we're really putting revolutionary educators out there.
0: That is awesome. So tell me, have you think, seen things, um, you know, shift as, as far as, you know, the young men you're working with and the environments you're sending them into since you've been involved with the program? Has it changed much over the years or... Education has changed
1: uh, dramatically. Um, I mean, if you look in in the news, you probably see things about book bans. That wasn't a thing when I was a teacher. There was no such thing as banning books. And some of the books that are being banned now were staples of uh, typical English literature class. Um, There are cultural wars that are happening now that uh, makes it really difficult to be a a teacher. Uh, I can only imagine what a teacher of color would go through in states like Florida. Oh my goodness. Um, We are looking at some of the most draconian laws and policies happening in uh, public education now. So. That's a lot different uh, than even when I was uh, teaching elementary school for a teacher to go out there. Uh, It's challenging. And I think that that's kind of the mission of mister is to not prepare Misters for an ideal, perfect situation. We have to prepare them for the reality. Teaching is tough. Schools is tough and you got to be tougher. And that's always kind of my mentality. We have to be solution makers whenever we go into a building so yeah that's that's kind of our approach and that's kind of how i see things have changed so far
0: you know really when things are changing like this you're on top of it and you're helping your guys be ready for all that yeah have to and and a lot of that comes with being in the
1: schools uh a lot i think as a professor you can kind of get really um kind of mesh into your day-to-day at the university and kind of become kind of disjointed from what's actually the day-to-day reality yeah, of what public so schools more. is. And so mm-hmm. a big job of mine is just spend time in the schools uh, and and do a lot of volunteering there so that I can see kind of what the, the current climate is so that I can best prepare them for when they uh, have their own classroom.
0: Yeah. Well, can you think back to when it was, maybe it was when you first got involved with the program, or maybe it was been even before that, but when was it for you that you felt the call, and I truly believe most teachers feel called, to this profession?
1: Yeah, I do agree. Uh, and I, I tell folks all the time, teaching is a powerful spiritual calling. It's akin to that of a preacher. To a pulpit. It is Agreed. a spiritual calling. Um, everyone can't do it. Teaching is like trying to hold 50 corks underwater at the same time.
0: <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good one. I've not heard that one before. I'm stealing that line.
1: Yeah. So uh for me, I think uh, when I was in high school, I want I saw this movie called Drumline, and I wanted to be a music teacher so bad and Uh, I was involved in this program in South Carolina called Teacher Cadet, which is almost like a um, pre-teaching exploration program for high school seniors. And I was paired with this new graduate of of, uh, a program called Call Me Mister. He was the first graduate and he was working at a local middle school. And I remember going to his classroom and as i'm walking up i hear this hip-hop instrumental and his kids are he created this rap song for multiplication uh uh table and i was like blown away because again the mesh of academics but culture culture and his class was just so fun and so engaging it was different than you know my math uh experience when i was in in math class you just pretty much came in, you took out your book and, you, you know, just at right. the board and had your calculator. But, you know, his class, I mean the kids were actually rapping about multiplication. How fun is that? No kidding. You know? I was like, that was the very first time that I saw myself in the profession, that I saw that I could bring my own energy. That I did not I think you often see teaching as one way and Uh, I think a lot of kids say, well, I can't I can't be that because you pretty much have to be like Mr. Rogers. But then when you see a teacher and they set the example to say, well, you can bring your own spin to it. That for me kind of sealed the deal. And I knew I wanted to be a teacher ever since then.
0: And is that part of the Call Me Mr. program is to really lead your guys to, you know, be yourself and bring some of yourself into the into your profession? Oh, absolutely!
1: We have a saying: uh, "Call me Mister." It's not a cookie cutter program. There's no one way to be a Mister. You bring your gifts, your talents, and your interests into the classroom. Only thing that we require is that you do it to the best of your ability and that you think outside the box. What we call Mister Magic. Um, one of the things I, I love, that love doing, Mister Magic. I love that. Yeah, Mister Magic, immersive learning. So, like, if you're learning about. Uh, One of my guys, when he graduated, uh, he did a lesson on astronomy. And when he walked into the class, the lesson that day, he was like the men in black. He was dressed up in this all black (laughs) uniform. I mean, the whole classroom had transformed. It was like they were on the moon. it was incredible. It was absolutely fascinating. Then when he does stuff on like biology and science and he'll take you to a safari and you walk in the whole entire classroom looks
0: like it's an African Gosh. safari and it's pretty cool, but that's kind of that Mr. Magic. Speaking of that, you know, this program has enjoyed some great successes that you've touched on. And this is probably not a fair question, but I'll ask anyways, do you have a personal kind of favorite success story from your time? I think that the best misters are often
1: ones that I meet that come from high school and don't have good GPAs. We're not in a thousand extracurricular activities and the prototypical, what you would think a typical candidate of a pre-service teacher would look like. And one particular mister, when I met him, um, I mean, he had got in trouble. He was involved in a gang, um, had gotten into some uh, criminal charges with a, a legal firearm and I mean it just was on a bad route. And folks just told me I was crazy for putting him in a call and miss program. I mean, he had a bad track record. Well, fast forward. Um, and he now is an amazing teacher. Um, was a candidate uh, you know, for teacher of the year. Um and he is able to reach the toughest kids in the school building say. that no one else Seriously. Like how in the world like people say, how in the world do you reach this kid? Like he talks to no one. And it's, I think it's because, I he mean, was that kid. <laughs> he was that kid, you know, and, um, it's a really powerful thing to see him now. Um, he's really effective in helping kids turn away from gang life because he was involved in it. Right. And, uh, I think that's probably, one of my biggest success stories is just kind of seeing how he transformed his life. So definitely,
0: well, and that has to be super gratifying too, knowing that you changed his life and he's changing others. So it's it's one of those things that's rippling across different generations, which is awesome. But it's got to be things like that that keep you energized. What gives you hope for the future uh, of Call Me Mister? Every
1: time that I have a, a Mister graduate and. I'm able to kind of see them blossom from that same shy freshman that I got into now. uh, Sometimes getting teacher of the year and even if they they don't get the award, we have a saying we're going to be teacher of the year every year, whether we uh, get the award or not. I think that kind of keeps me going by. Seeing the impact when I visit their classrooms, or I see them on Instagram, and I kind of see that they have their own families. Like I'm, I can see the difference that I'm making. And uh, I'm 35 years old. I got my doctorate degree when I was 26, and I've yeah I've been in higher ed now for most of my adult life. And I you mean, know, I get out of bed, and as soon as my feet hit the floor. I'm excited. I'm happy about what I'm doing. I feel like I'm walking and living in my purpose. And so um, that keeps me going every day. Are there challenges? Absolutely. Do I have failures? Oh, absolutely. Are there guys that start the program and sometimes don't make it? Yeah. Um, This is, I don't believe that there's no perfect program because there's no perfect human. Correct. (laughs) Correct. I can't say that you know I've never experienced failure. I've never can tell you that all of my mistress, um that started and 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 finished the program. But what I can tell you is that we made a difference. Even if for the ones that don't finish, we made an indelible difference in their life, and that's what keeps me going. Um, I'm I'm content. I I I don't really want. I can't even see myself really doing
0: anything else. Uh, I love what I do. That's awesome. What would you say is a big audacious goal you have for the Call Me Mr. program?
1: Uh, Coming to Colorado. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) that is. I mean, look
1: at the scope of Colorado. Colorado has over 170 school districts and uh, 160 of the 170 have no black teachers at all.
0: Whoa. Um, I've not heard that one before. Wow. Oh, yeah. We can look at. uh, You got some work to do, you know.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's a challenge. And I think African-Americans is uh, represents like four percent of the population. But almost all school districts in this state have black students. And so the challenge is to. A big audacious goal is to go into places kind of like Colorado and to completely diversify um, the, the the classroom. And it's hard because uh, sometimes you're going into situations where um, they're not always racially friendly. And sometimes you're going into situations where is you have to find even find the students to recruit um, yeah. a, a, a beautiful thing about. What when we encounter even racialized events is that racism is a learned behavior and just just like you learn it, you can unlearn it. And one of the best ways to uh, teach our children and colleagues about race and to show that we really are um, human, that that is the connected human experiences. Oftentimes we get messages about the other from the news or the media or right. stereotypes of things from society. But what happens when you have this black male go into a school building? He's the very first one, he's the only one in that school yeah. building. And you may have those in the building that may have preconceptions of what a black man is. And then that mystery comes and completely shatters that stereotype. And you have folks begin to think now. Maybe what I thought about the other is incorrect. And because I see this person, I see him as human. I see the goodness that he brings. And for me, that does more in bringing us together as society than anything else. And so it's it's challenging. It's a, a big, audacious goal to be in Colorado. Yeah but I am confident in the work that we are able to do.
0: Try to respect your time here as we wind down. I always like to wrap these up with kind of the same four questions. I call them the Fab Four. First one is, what's something you will read, listen to, or watch today? I am big in audio, uh, audible books,
1: and I listen
0: to Stephen
1: King religiously.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, so it is probably uh definitely going to be
0: when i go to the gym a stephen king audible book absolutely who is who would you say has been a role model uh for you in your work that in making the world better cuz i i i believe like i take
1: bits and pieces from so many people and so it's so hard to kind of narrow that down i probably would say this this is a little Maybe a different answer. Like I am so inspired by the missions that I work with. Like I feed off them, uh, and they kind of make me want to be the best version of myself. But if I had to pick a person that I really look at their life and look at what they've been through and all they achieved, definitely President Barack Obama. I mean. I mean, I'd study him meticulously, and geez, what an inspirational figure. I mean, I followed him ever since I was in college, and I remember even when he was in the Senate and just a huge fan and so we never uh I met him uh shook his hand, but never had like a extended conversation. He's a president at all, but definitely somebody
0: that I think is a role model for sure so other than call me Mr. Mister- Is there organizations out there that you admire or want to give a shout out to the work that they're doing? Definitely here in Colorado, Colorado Men of Color Collaborative. Um, They are
1: really providing community and space for Black men. Um, It can be very lonely in Colorado. Uh, And I think that they are really kind of standing in the gap um, here and making things happen. Um, The Brothers Keeper Foundation, uh, the mentoring program that Barack Obama, the Obama Foundation uh, founded, who are doing amazing things in terms of mentoring um, in here. Uh, And I'm a part of a fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Do a lot of work uh, in the community. Dr. Martin Luther King, he was a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Third Good Marshal. And so, I mean, I come from, you know, a lineage of fellow Alpha men that are out there and have done tremendous work, not just for African-Americans, but united in our country. And so uh, definitely those organizations for sure. Awesome.
0: Last one. If anybody listening wants to learn more about Call Me Mister, if there's a way they can support you guys and what you're doing, what's the best way they can find you?
1: Oh, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at jazzanderson174, um, LinkedIn, Rashad Anderson, PhD,
0: and you can contact me at raanderson at msudenver.edu. Awesome. We'll put all that in the show notes. Dr. Anderson, thanks for being such an inspiring guest. Uh, wish you the best in all your work. Thanks again.
1: Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. You have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks for listening. And thanks to Dr. Anderson for answering his calling to change the world through education. This podcast has been brought to you by JC charity services running a nonprofit is hard and I'd love to help you thrive. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. To follow Dr. Anderson, search Rashad Anderson PhD on LinkedIn and check the show notes for more links. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with a friend. Until next time, I hope you're inspired to find a way to make our world better.